Welcome to Film Study, an All-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and my guest co-host, Manda, is back. And we're talking... Yep, yep. And we're talking uh, season four, 17. Uh, What is it? Hate Me Now? Hate Me Now. now. If I knew that was the title, they should have just played the song, You Can Hate Me Now. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a episode of uh, Home coming up called Confessions. It's just these are my confessions. It's just in my head. Yeah, they got the song titles titles on lock for sure. But yeah, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all of this. Um, let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. Number one. Yes. I'm gonna say this before we even get on your overall thoughts on the show. Okay. Billy is proud of his son. We, Billy is proud next, of his son. SJ, two touchdowns, 100 yards in the last couple games. Proud of his son, as he should be. You know, there is this young man that was standing beside him, and he was just like, shut up. My son is talking. My son is being interviewed. I can't believe that's how we kicking this off right now. I'm just, I just wanted to call it out. It, it has like because it's its own special thing. It's its own special thing. It doesn't fit in the rest of the. It's what's what's interesting is like he literally was standing there like a pop papa and ignoring Jordan. Like Jordan was just not anything. And Jordan had every right to be upset on how <laughs> SJ <laughs> praise Wade. I'm like, what is going on? Because you know. Yes, he's the quarterback, but like Jordan's your brother. Like you, you know, you got to give your brother props at some time. But then Billy and his like flaky conversation. Yeah, he didn't even care. And I just, it was, it was interesting because I don't think that he would have reacted the same had Spencer been upset at that. Correct. And then go have the audacity to tell Jordan, just give me the juice and all this other stuff. I'm like, you know what? He should have tossed that juice at your head. Because you right. were not being a, pro- a father at that moment. You were being SJ's father. But you yeah, he wasn't really encouraging. He wasn't really encouraging, which was interesting. But it was... Uh, so getting into you, what were your overall thoughts on the episode after that uh, starting? And, you know, congratulations to Spencer. I'm hyped. I'm hyped that we're about to see Spencer highlighted in the offense. I'm excited because we're really entering the phase in season five of him being, you know, on his way to the NFL. So anyway, what were your thoughts about the whole episode? Before I get say my thoughts, I want to give a shout out to the writers of the episode. Come through Spencer Pacinger and the uh, the other writer whose name we are so I am forgetting. I'm so sorry. sorry. You know, I I'm sure this writer knows that like it's a big deal that the person who the show is created about, like the created based on, right, right, is writing is co writing this. So. I'm sure they're fine with us shouting very, him out. Very first. fine. And then Spencer Passenger was like literally on Twitter, like hamming it up with people uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. I still didn't get his movie reference. I tweeted him twice. I was wrong both tw- t- both times. Oh, and I was worry. just like, I'm can you let me know? We're going to figure it out. The fandom go help me figure out the movie reference. Um, if Not if, 17 again, not say anything. Yeah, so it's not those two. Um, I think we'll figure it out. But I... I I appreciate his interaction because I told him, because he was like all proud. I said, man, you better like mute some words 
because they gonna come at you and everything if they don't like it because he's like let us know i said they gonna let you know good bad and ugly they will tell you the truth the fandom will but it was a really good episode i was i was enjoying parts i was i was laughing at parts i i was frustrated with parts i was like what are we doing you know me i'm like talking to characters and then talking to the writers like they in the room with me like <laughs> why did you decide to do this at this moment uh but right i i really liked it i very much enjoyed it and i congratulated um spencer pacinger again because i did an early congratulations and i did a later one and he liked the second tweet and he quote quote tweeted the first one so um congratulations because i enjoyed it i'll let you know if i didn't and i and i did i very much enjoyed it so <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it um i enjoyed it too i thought it was a uh, uh slower pace than we've been getting it's very interesting the pacing of this season because uh, i think that like at certain parts they like speed up the pace and i'm mm-hmm. not expecting it and then certain parts of their they slow down the pace and i'm sure next week the pace is gonna like kick back into high gear <laughs> for the last three episodes but yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it as well i had some notes about uh some of the direction that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. uh, which is because we usually talk about like writing and our thoughts on the on the script and on the dialogue. But uh, yeah, I thought that some of the direction was really really interesting this episode. But overall, enjoy enjoy it. I I'm a person who loves slower episodes, and I think because it's the reason why it's slower that they didn't have 20 million storylines mm-hmm. in this one episode like they usually do. They'll toss like usually the whole kitchen sink at you. And you can't right. follow the storylines, but they kind of like what I like to say set set in different storylines. Yeah, no, and I appreciated it. I appreciate it. I think they've been doing that the past two weeks, um, and I think it's needed because they we know that at the end of the season it's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna fly. Blink, blink, and you miss it. Blink, and you miss it. You don't know what's going on. So you know, obviously, like, who did what and when? <laughs> literally. Happen? literally the last i'm just like per- slowly preparing myself for the season finale because last season finale was like what <laughs> what's happening now um so yeah it so i'm appreciating this like slower pace uh, yeah, while we got it um but let's hop into patience as a bean um <laughs> uh yeah so sabine sends patience flowers as a friend Coop's not feeling it in a nutshell. She calls Sky. Good. Good. She calls Sky in retaliation for these flowers situation. She takes out Sky. Sky's like Sky 101, Sky 102, Sky 103. I'm okay with uh, you calling me on this sham date. I'm okay with somebody calling me Patience's name at your spot, at your usual spot. I'm not okay with you talking about patience throughout this date, which is what Coop did when they were at the hot dog place. Anywho, this whole thing was that Coop and patience need to realize that there has to be boundaries, which is really funny because patience didn't do anything. She just got flowers. She can't control getting flowers from somebody. Everything that Coop did was within Coop's control. And I understand. It was good that they set ground rules anyway for whatever the next thing happens. But I was just like, people cannot control who sends some flowers, period. So that is just interesting. Uh, but yeah. 
nothing wrong. She nothing. was eating. She literally was eating her own food, minding her own business. Yep. Minding her business. And she was like, nice flowers. And Coop was like, these are for you. <laughs> you can first of all get out of your feelings, Coop. Because someone admires patience. About time, by the way, that someone yeah. admires patience for what she does. Because she doesn't yeah. get that often. So I appreciate that. But Coop was deep in her feelings. Coop just she was. Like Calling the girl Chlorine. Don't don't talk about JoJo like that. No. Really? No. And Coop, and Sky is a patient person. Because I would not give Coop two seconds of my time anymore. Like, I would I'm go straight very, for Coop does nothing and still gets, like, all of the things. Like, all the, the things. fact that Sky even gave her a second chance that quickly I, is mind-blowing. I follow Sky up and like, you know what? How about I go go for your ex? Because you right now <laughs> is clearly not what I want. Because <laughs> I cannot. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. But I would say something that I did appreciate about this. I know that was a quick rundown on that because it was a quick storyline. But like, <laughs> it, uh, I appreciated the one-liners. Like I said, don't call Sabine Chlorine, but it was funny. <laughs> Uh, so something sounds like something you dump in pool water. Um, but I really did love the one-liner of like the way we're trying to hurt each other isn't cool, and then finally having a conversation about it because I felt for the first time, and this is what I appreciated it. I was like, "Thank you, Spencer Payson." Yes, is that it for the first time did not seem like Patience wanted this relationship oh, back. Yes, and and what was also good about it was those ground rules of like we will not bring people here. At right, the house. it's Switzerland. This Baker House is Switzerland. It's Switzerland. We're not doing this. We're not taking them to our favorite places. We're not doing this. And I'm sitting there going, I am so. It was mature. It was mature, and I'm going to say it's mature on Patience's part because Patience is like, what the heck just happened? I'm minding my business. I'm eating. I'm cooking for myself. Things like are too costly. I can't eat out as much. Which, by the way, she's trying to save her money and figure things out. Coop, where are you getting your money from, sis? I was like, how is Coop go- going back and forth from Beverly Hills to Crenshaw and she ain't got no job? You have no job. Or she don't have no pa- paying job. She don't have a paying job. You're right. So how are you affording all of this? Like, where are you getting this money from? And whoever our Coop fans, if y'all say she made money off of this residuals. tour, we are going to fight. Virtually fight. She's making residuals off of her. <laughs> okay. Sure. 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 <laughs> but yeah. I'm out of control. Coop is out of control. He, Coop is a whole, a whole thing by herself. A whole mess. A whole mess. A whole mess. Um... So that was, that was that. <laughs> um, skipping over to the guy's house. Yes. Montez asked Asher to put a scouting report together. It's his first real, uh, his first real assignment, like, mm-hmm. that actually lets him be an assistant coach, uh, which is something that he's been wanting to do for a very long time. And we've been begging them to just let this man be a coach. Uh, give him his and coaching so, storyline. Huh? We were like, we've been begging, give him his coaching storyline. So right, give him his coach, but like, like stop alluding to it and let it happen. And so finally, right. 
he has this assignment by coach Mr. Montez and literally uh, he's very nervous about it. Understandably so. Um, he's trying to pull it together. JJ, uh, JJ talk. They have this cute little bro moment where Spencer walks in and JJ and Asher, Asher hype, hype him up um, about everything he's been doing on the field. And here's the interesting thing. This comes after JJ mentions that Asher is doing this scouting report. Uh, and this is after Asher is asking Spencer about these questions. Um, if he's hurt or not. He's really. trying to get all the tea from Spencer. At he time. is, but also it was very qu- quickly that he was putting together a scouting report. Yeah. Um, the thing is, see, well, I'm going to be very honest, because when we first saw this, like, the preview of this episode, I was like, Spencer has no reason to be mad at Asher, because Asher's, like, trying to be a coach. But then I realized how when Asher w- went about it, I was like, oh, no, he got a reason to be angry, sir. You up here asking questions. You doing all this. Then I thought it was just him going to be, like, giving a report on, like, what he knew of Spencer. Not you getting all this other, like, information. Because you're his roommate, but okay. Bye. See, I think of myself as Switzerland in this See, story. I, I do. do. Because I think that uh, I understand both ends of it. I and do. I think that they're both trying to do their jobs. And here's something that, um, which, by the way, like, again, um, JJ gives him advice. He talks to Billy. Billy basically tells him to go deeper in his scouting report. Mm-hmm. Hence the whole, uh, hence the whole he, uh, Spencer lacks confidence, um, bit of the report and the leading to the separation of church and state and it becoming complicated and they have to realize that they're rivals and here we go. How can they be rivals and live together? Like all that stuff. Um, Asher is learning how to be a coach. This is his first assignment. Right. Uh, and so why? Would I, number one, me, I'm speaking for myself, why would I, as an audience member, expect my expect him as a character to know what to do off the bat? He already expressed these reservations. Billy was no help in the sense that he was just like, yeah, uh, basically dig all you can into people's personal history. I don't know what the line is. <laughs> Literally, yeah, that's what he's Basically, Billy is never any help. He just talks Literally. out of his neck. And people think literally he's like God or some of some of some word, but no. And so it's his. He's learning. He's learning these things. And so in he took Billy. What Billy said the heart. He did it. He uh, applied it. He still had like reservations about it, whatever. But ended up sending it in his first assignment. And Spencer um, was right to be upset about it. Uh, and Spencer was absolutely right to say, I thought I was telling, like, I was talking to my friend in confidence. Um, and so I, again, I just see myself as uh, Switzerland in this instance. And what Spencer said at the end of it is just like, he understands Spencer, by the way, I was surprised at this, apologized for reading the reports. Um, and was just like, he understands, but they now have to like I said earlier, separate church and state. Um, and so, yeah, I was just like, they're both trying to do their jobs and they're both trying to figure out how to be adults and it's not high school anymore and they're D1 athletics. Correct. Uh, so, and they're not always going to get it right. But yeah, go ahead. 
But so the thing is when <laughs> here's what I don't get. So Spencer, he told Spencer, I'm doing a report on GAU. But he's like, I'm doing a report on Jordan, you, like making it seem like it was all these multiple people. When actually he was just I thought it was because the no no because the coach said do not just Spencer at the end of it. Yeah. But you knew what it really was about. Um and so the idea um, it was pretty long. <laughs> But the idea was he had already told Spencer what was what. Spencer, he's doing a scouting report on you. Why are you still speaking, sir? Like at that point, you right. you don't you don't understand that that's your rival right now. And remember, I've been so I've been wanting this story. Like I always be like, how are they living together and they are playing on two separate teams? Like how right. is this working? Like I put on Twitter. I said, um, how is it that Jordan and Spencer have not told their coaches who they live with? And where are y'all playbooks? Because y'all keep y'all playbooks at home. And so, therefore, y'all better have them locked up. Because as we know, Asher likes to share playbooks when he gets upset. And so, uh, last season one. So, what, what you need to do is make sure you have everything close to your chest. Because that is not your high school teammate. You, that is your rival. In all sense and purpose. You're right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Both Asher and Spencer, again, and here's one thing that I did appreciate that Billy said to Spencer because he has his best advice for Spencer always, <laughs> um, is that they're adults and the lines are going to get blurred and it's going to be hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they have to you know, put on pause, whatever that may be, friendship, brotherhood, whatever, roommates situation for this period of time because of the game. That's just what it is. It's like, not me bringing this up, but again, I'm a Ravens fan. So, you know, our our wide receiver just got traded and he's one of the best friends of my quarterback, Lamar Jackson. So Hollywood got traded, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever the Ravens play, if the Ravens play the Cardinals, I don't think we're playing them this season. But whenever the Ravens play the Cardinals, love you, bro. Love you, bro. But you're on but the other side. You on the other side for this week. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're not getting down like that. It's interesting because Billy had also told Spencer. He said you have to be careful what you tell these reporters. You have to be careful of like just what you share with people. Yeah. Because this is you're right now trying to do this this big time on the college level, D one level. It's a whole new ball game, sir. Entire new ball game. And then, so here's the issue that I'm having, Billy. I'm gonna need you to stay out of Spencer's life because he got a whole coaching staff that we have yet to see him talk to. <laughs> um, and these little nuggets of advice you love to give should be going to should be given to him by his GAU coach. You should be start talking to Jordan who is trying to get on to trying to get on the team and not shut him out. One of the things I miss about GW, see GW be all up on Jordan right now. He be having Jordan yeah. all over the field doing something. And and Billy just in La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his son. What can you expect? That's his son. That's his <laughs> real son. <laughs> so there you go. But you know what's funny? Yeah. GW was not present, right? Was not present when Jordan got upset about the QB comment. Correct. Uh, was not present to hear 
Jordan complaining about what was going on. But you know who was present? <laughs> when you do these transitions. Layla. <laughs> you know who did get Jordan's butt on a field? On a field? Layla. Layla. You know what? You know what? <laughs> she did get him on a field. We're going to talk she about that. She did. She wasn't present. We're going to talk about that. We really. We really she was present that. for the complaining. She was very. She said, good. get your butt on the field. Yes. You should be able to smoke these YMCA football players. <laughs> uh, but anyway, how we got to that was, I think that was one of the smoothest transitions ever. That is one of the smoothest transitions we ever <laughs> Even though I tried to break it up, you still, that still was smooth. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, like I already said, he was upset about, uh, he was upset about Wade. And we actually alluded to this earlier, is it was interesting to see Spencer prop up weight like this. But again, I think that the show is alluding to that things are because they are now adults, right? Like they're young adults. So things change rapidly for them. We're going to talk about it in a minute with Spencer and Olivia Mm -hmm. and how that has changed over the course of a couple of weeks. And so Spencer is well within his rights to change his opinion on Wade within a couple of weeks because we're seeing that is happening with literally every other person, every other character on this show. Yeah. He's, he's it's changed. Yeah. It's, he, it's changed considering too, Wade is the quarterback who, who is basically running the offense that now Spencer right. seems to be the center of. I'm still right. trying to figure out how Spencer went from special teams to being center of the uh, <laughs> offense. I'm going to go with the four. And I know we don't play in that sandbox, but I'm, taking the logical row of what we did see on the screen is force fumble led to victory, led his team to victory that one game. Yeah. Coach. Then he was still working with the other coach on wide receiver. So got climbed the death chart on the wide receiver, which it looks like, again, they said that very briefly, but they said it in this episode. (laughs) Um, But again, so Spencer is in center of the offense. Jordan's still riding the bench. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's so funny because they got into it. In one of their mini spats. They have to at least have one spat a season, to be honest. Yeah, they're and this one is a very small. Yeah, this was a very small one. And that's what Spencer said. He was like, he's 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 family. And I was just like, okay, I see. Yeah, he is family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to live. Um, and he said, Jordan is a good QB. And I said, why don't you just say that to him? And I- yeah, but they're brothers. To live? <laughs> I was like, but they're brothers. He's brother not going to say it to Jordan. He's not, not going to say it to Jordan. So, especially sometimes I'd be wondering about him. I'd be like, boy, if I can <laughs> hit you upside your head, you. you I too, when I re- went back and rewatched, I was like, why didn't you just say that to Jordan in the house? I mean, Jordan did come at him sideways, and yes. but it's Jordan. Like but Jordan it's always brother. comes at people. Yeah, and Asher surprisingly def- diffused the situation, but um. Yeah, Jordan was dealing with all of that. Meanwhile, Layla still hasn't gone to see Carrie. Um, she's she, trying to think of what to say. Yeah, she was writing. It, so she was writing all of these different like letters and stuff. And I just want to say something right now. Layla, you're a better person than me. A young lady who almost tried to push me over a cliff or get me to jump, whatever her, her, her vision was in her head at the time and her mindset. For you to just want to write a letter or even go see her better than me, 
wouldn't have done it. I'm just letting you know. You better than me. I'm going to give you kudos on that because she could have kicked rocks for all I care. I would find a closure another way. She was not going to be part of it if it was me. But okay. Okay, but we can continue. Yeah, well, in, well, in on that point, I don't even know if we have to skip past that point because truly, we've just seen and we see over the course of that is that it had a tremendous impact on Layla mm-hmm. uh, and how she views herself and all of those things. So she she's just really had a hard time with this, and so Jordan, who has been encouraging her this entire season and before this season encouraged her to go to San Diego to stop uh, to stop stalling. And nice. like we said, he was still complaining. It was 80, 80% about Layla. Thank you. It was 20% about, about him. <laughs> I don't think it was completely about Jordan because that I think rich, that they... The original hmm? portion of him wanting to go that trip was him so he could complain and get away from everybody. And he was like, why don't I do this? And she called him out on it. She's like, was this trip really for like is it for me or you yeah i i still think it's the 80 20 uh split because they've talked about carrie multiple times and so i'm I giving think that 80 20 can get flipped around either way it goes. you think the 80 yeah <laughs> that's true but the point is i think the overall point is that they were both there for each other in this moment and in this in this episode because as we said right talking to her about it she's just like spencer's not your problem wade's not your problem again right it's it's you and you're psyching yourself out and you just need to restore your confidence and they played flag football it was a nice little call back to season two episode one quick feet quick feet kitty you are out of control. I That's like, what it is. I I like seeing Layla in a flag football game because I always just like seeing girls in flag football and and playing. I played flag football, so I was very hyped for it. And she caught a TD. Yes, and I, she caught a TD. Yeah, and I co- I've coached flag football, so I very much like very much love seeing it. Um, and I was when he tossed it, and she was about to get. I was like, Layla, don't you drop that ball. You better not drop that ball, girl. I knew she wasn't gonna drop the ball. What? No, of course not. Okay, you drop that ball, girl. This is Layla Keating. She tripped old boy up. He, uh, <laughs> that route she ran tripped old boy up. I cannot with you. Tell is that Layla Keating, <laughs> or is that you will never Deshaun Jackson? You will never. <laughs> <laughs> Now she's considering. I would love to see this be a storyline, by the way. Considering joining a rec league flag football, that would be so unique for her. Maybe this is how you finally start to come together, you and Layla. Is it? Oh, Oh, no, never. Flag football league. No, never. It's coached by you. No, never. Never. I will never. I will coach against her. Never for her. (laughs) Never, ever. That adds up completely. Um, <laughs> regardless, regardless, I thought it was a really cute moment. And if, uh, again, regardless of 80, 20 in percentages, they helped each other that day because she was there for him. Dist- uh, getting his mind off of everything that was going on and again, encouraging him to play his own game. And that he's resilient and that he can handle all these things. Meanwhile, he's helping her with Carrie um, to 
to to do what she needs to do to get the closure she needs. She talks to Carrie. It's a very emotional scene. Um, I didn't think we were going to see Carrie. You know, like sometimes they like. I thought I was banking on the fact that we were going to see Carrie. I mean, I knew that she might pop up, but I was like, oh, I hope it's like hi and we don't really have a conversation between the two of them but we um but we got a conversation yeah and carrie looked healthy and and i was like look at carrie so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i i I do like to say this though it was a very emotional scene and layla explained to carrie how what their friendship meant because now layla was talking about things that happened prior to carrie coming one of the things she said, I couldn't keep my boyfriend faithful. Lexi? But I want to, yeah, we can talk about that. But I also want to add okay, that ahead. she said, could it make, what was it at first? Could it make my dad stay? Stay, yep. Could, could it make, it my, make my mom stay? Yeah. Is about her parents first. Yeah. A lot of parents, yep. Then it was about the people the other relationships in her life everybody jumps to the to the unfaithful comment so what do you have to say about the unfaithful comment so i put on twitter as soon as she said it i said i need to know lele when was spencer unfaithful now here's the deal we're assuming right yeah but from what we know yeah we're thinking oh it could have been asher i forgot because asher was unfaithful and then here's the here's the other part of that people were like she was unfaithful too she kissed spencer while she was in a relationship with asher that's right and she um she told him in that exact same episode too and broke up with broke up with him in that exact same episode too meanwhile asher literally we know the deal we know what happened happened. (laughs) okay so it was i i don't know if those situations are on equal footing so and I, and I appreciate you bringing up Asher because everyone, including myself, went to Spencer, and I was like, Spencer, because you know, if Spencer did something wrong, I'm gonna pull it out in two seconds, and I had pulled out Vegas, predicted Vegas before Vegas happened, and so I was like, he was not faithful, but I didn't think about Asher. But and- I also, to that point, I'm <laughs> also gonna say this: I think emotional cheating is a thing. And do I think Spencer emotionally cheated in season three? Yes, I do. But she didn't know that. At that point, she knew was that Spencer had was with her in a relationship. And she But I think that she found it out in 306. And yeah, a little bit before. She debate this though all the time. Like, hmm? when did she really find out? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I don't think she knew all of the ins and outs, but he told her, right, that right. he confessed his love for Olivia and then logically she knows what happened between the two of them. And so I think that um Emotional cheating is a thing, and that's all I gotta say on that. And I'm I agree. Emotional cheating is a thing. I just don't think it's 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 another deep dive that we don't have time for. It's another deep dive that we don't have time for, and I'm just like, boo, boo, yeah, yeah. She said, she said, oh, he was unfaithful. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay, the people that love Layla are gonna defend her. The people that hate Layla. Are gonna say what? No, How no, dare you? No, no, no. So, I, I, you know me. Me and Lele are always beefy. But if Lele, oh no, no, I'm, I'm saying in general. I'm, sa- I'm like on average. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm yeah. just saying in general the audience. And it's just like, 
however you feel is however you feel. Right. People have different perspectives on this show, which right, is very fine. much so. But yeah, I'm one of the people that if it's true, I'll be like, "Yep, I'm gonna give it to you. They did it. They deserve to be." Done. Yeah, and she's a yeah. cheater as well. She's yeah, a cheater I, as well. She cheated and, with uh, Asher. Yeah, and Larry before Duff. Vegas had happened, I was all like with Lele. I was like, "Tell me what you want to do. I will not Spencer out." I was doing all that back in the day a, a year ago. So yeah, so yeah. okay. So she see they have this emotional conversation, and uh, Lele. Lele feels that she's not she's not enough. Now, when she says that, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yes, when she says that, because I'm steady, I was trying to figure out not enough for what, not enough for the people who love her, not enough for or who claim to love her. Let me say that right. I mean, the, and there you go. I think you said it. You said it in the second statement, the people who claim to love. Claim to love her from her perspective, right? Mm-hmm. In season two, what's one of the things that she said at her lowest point? I feel like people don't love me enough to stay. Mm-hmm. So that not enough means that people don't really love me. Or at least not enough to stay present in my life. To stay involved in my life. To stay engaged in my life. I think objectively people could look at the end of last season the time that carrie came into layla's life she was very much alone i mean we've talked about it right like she had coop which we know (laughs) how that went and how up and down coop is so she had nobody um through honestly what i feel is no fault of her own in that situation that particular situation um so i mean i think that's what it is she just doesn't think that people love her truly um yeah to be involved in her life well that include olivia baker i think right now that's really complicated still uh and you know you know i'm always here for lay livia i'm always here for lay livia but right now i think um she knows Liv loves her right Mm -hmm. but uh it their relationship is not the same as it was i mean that just is and they've both been been through a lot (laughs) over the past two years like a lot, a lot, a lot. And so, yeah, I think right now, in yeah, as the episode goes on, she, like, thanks Jordan for, like, not letting her push him away. And I think Olivia is included in the people that she's pushed away. Yeah, she said she owes people some apologies. She did. She did. And, and when she said that, would I tell you my mouth dropped open? I, I don't know why that. because she's I mean well I for me that. I don't know why because I think that you know she has apologized but that's just me that you know me like I got some problems with her and how she apologizes I, and then she I does. understand I understand but okay. I, I'm saying for me myself and I asked yeah. for me in my house it wasn't surprising <laughs> to me and then me also like 
because you, like you say, you love the lay Lydia relationship, and I don't think they have one. So we both are like in this whole dichotomy of what we we feel for those two. But it, I would say this. I, I am, and the people know I'm not a Jordala fan nor Jamon. So hey, you don't have to come on me any side of the aisle. I'm here watching all of y'all have a a, a fit over everything. Uh, but I did like this this road trip. It could have gave me more. This is the part where I said I wish I had more. It could have gave me more uh, of something because I'm trying to figure out how I'm coming from this road trip to Simone next week. But we go talk about that in predictions. But yeah, we will. Um, but it could it could have gave me more because I was I was ready to see something else. Uh, but I was ready to see something else. <laughs> I was ready. But I definitely really was. I was like, listen, this is what I was saying, Lexi. I said, if they go do what they're doing on homecoming <laughs> with with Damon, I better see Jordala. But that's not the yeah. I know. I, I understand, and I feel that you. as a fan, you yes. know, I'm a fan. Uh, but that's not their story. I and know it's not. We talked story. about this over the weekend too, yes. and I was just like, they, it, it's not their story. It's not their, their story. Is a foundation of friendship. Um, of friendship and uh and i'm not don't don't uh misunderstand me audience okay don't misunderstand me personally right i've their foundation is friendship but i still think that there are feelings there but what i'm saying is is that damon and simone that's Uh, much more of a quick quick fix instant attraction and it's just not going to be the same story when you've had two people who have known each other their whole lives. And we got to, right? What, what was it at the end? They were watching 17 again, which is what they were reminiscing about, uh, were building a fort. And so there's just that, <laughs> it's, 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 and Kaya will get this, Kaya, I'm saying this for you. It's deeper. Oh, it's deeper. Okay, and so, about that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm speaking for me, myself, and I, as for me in my house. <laughs> I'm speaking for me, myself, and I. It, it's deeper, and so those, li- but their foundation is friendship, and so that that line into romantic doesn't always have to be, doesn't always have to be like over crossed. Yeah, yeah, okay. and over. I so I so I understand the foundation of friendship. I like I said, for those who probably don't know, in season one, I want to see what can happen between Lele and Jordan. At the cotillion, I wanted to see it, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, never mind." But I, um, I all I saw friends I haven't seen, so I'm looking at this, and I'm gonna let it progress to see if I see more. But right now, I see friends, um, and I saw. I, by the way, I want to add that I still do think that they were giving each other some looks, which see, I and I don't. And I, yeah, and that's fine. It's different, different perspective. And, I, and uh, I, I do think we had some heat in the last episode, so it's fine. To have and I didn't cool either. So, <laughs> but I do, what I do appreciate though in in this scene was that there were two friends that are there for the for each other. And if anybody follow me, the one thing I always love is friendship, of uh, like real friendships, and not this. This is my best friend, and you barely see them on screen together. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to sing. This is a gospel song, yeah. Friendship with Jesus, fellowship <laughs> divine. Oh, what blessed sweet communion. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Look, I'm a... 
part of a pastor's family, I will bust out the gospel every now and hey, again. Hey, listen, I have been listening to gospel music all weekend and all week, so do not get me started. Um, <laughs> and so, but I always like friendships. That That is what, where I'm going to always fall in love with. Friendships, not friendships falling in love with each other. I just love friendships. Um, so I do Well, I'm going to love the friendships of falling in love with, with each other. Oh, we'll get to that in predictions. <laughs> in predictions. You know who else are really good friends? Who? Who fell in love? Who? <laughs> Olivia and Spencer. We always question this, but go ahead. I question. We do, but I I don't think that we question the fact that they are friends. We we question the fact that like That's what true. they uh what they knew about each other Correct. and and what their communication was. And I think that we saw look, I a couple people came for us over the course of our communication, breaking down their communication. And oh, I think this... Us, but we're, we speak truth, though. I think this this episode evidenced a little bit of what we were talking about. Correct. Uh, a, a lot of bit of what we were talking about. Correct. A couple, like, what was this, ten, nine months ago at this point? Yes, Early on, everybody thought we were so wrong. Right, right. And it's just that they... Uh, or at least, you know, for Carmen and I, we thought that they had these conversations. Um, and then as we went back and looked, we were just like, wait, no, they did it. And they've really made strides, like, as a couple to have these conversations about the small little things in their lives. Um, but again, we're just, we've been talking about change and growth and evolving relationships throughout this this episode. And Spencer and Olivia were no different. <laughs> it started with... And uh, uh, Olivia actually was the one that suggested let's not talk about football or the article journalism work. Yeah. None of that. We're just going to be together. And together they were awkwardly eating food. Yes, I'm going to let you break that one snack break day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it started off with basically, and I'm, I'm going to run through this a little bit quickly, but literally she got him a snack. He's like, can't have sugar anymore. He brought her coffee. Can't have dairy anymore. I'm yeah, switching to oat milk. Um, Spencer felt a type of way about it. <laughs> Olivia was just, he was just like, we talked about nothing. We didn't have anything to talk about. He was just like, nothing is a little extreme. So Olivia said, um, but I'm having this work thing. Oh, why didn't you invite me? Uh, look, anything involving you, I'm interested in. Come through, Smooth Spencer James. Y'all know I'd be begging for Smooth Spencer James. And that was Smooth Spencer James. He was very smooth. It's because he was SJ today. That was SJ. (laughs) And so she invites Spencer. Uh, She's having this, like, number one, can I pause here? Please do. To say, I appreciate it. Please say it. Not appreciate it. Appreciate it. Say it. Gotta pull out my Nana slang. Uh, That we see Olivia just with other people. And like having good relationships with other people. Having good friendships with other people. People. Uh, And having people be interested in it. I loved that for her. Because I've been begging for that. We've both been um, begging. We've both been begging for that. Um, as good as the vortex is at times, and I still, we already mentioned it, but I'm still I'm still here for my lay Livia agenda. But it's really good to see Olivia 
you know, mixing with uh, people from from outside of the vortex. And maybe that's, you know, that vortex comment helped and she, you know, got got like more involved and started building up these friendships with people at work. But it was a really good rapport and they were just, it was so easy. It was a whole easy conversation. Uncomfortable. He was so was very uncomfortable. He was so out of place. He dipped to her room. He dipped to her room. Um, and that's when he mentioned the whole drifting apart thing. And that was, he was just like, I don't even know the small things about you. And so that's a good place to pause before we get into how they ended up. But he was just like, I don't know about the small things. And I feel like we're drifting apart. She, and she was up there explaining like, like my coworkers, I spend more time with them and everything. Right. Here's the deal though. There's a part of that scene where she reaches her hand out to him and he does not take her hand. That was like, sir. When they're in her room, yeah. Yes. Oh, by the way, by the way, I did. This is a good. I think I forgot to say it because you asked me that question, which, by the way, you didn't answer about Layla. But <laughs> <laughs> you asked me the question. I was gonna say, Greta and Sam for me in this episode, both of them, both of them just continue, continue to act all the way down. And I love that. I love that for them. And so it, I just wanted to take that little aside. It um, it was it was the emotion for it all. It was her trying to like Layla, not Layla. Gosh, you got me saying Layla. Liv was very much trying to connect with this boy. He was in his feelings. He was yeah. in his feelings because he didn't know these small things, and that she was right. in essence, Liv was growing. The things that you and I wanted her to do, we wanted her to grow into herself, and she was growing. And he right. was not, and he didn't know these parts of her. And then here's the deal, though: he kisses her on the cheek, and he walks off. And I said, "Boy, let me tell you." It leaves her party. He leaves her party. Leaves right. her, and leave her emotional. You know she was. You know she was upset and did not like. After that, how can you go back to a party after that? Right, and she didn't do anything wrong. You you said you wanted to be there. And so she invited you there, but then you saw that this is not the Liv who's always talking football with you, who's always cheering you on like rah, 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 system, bah, and everything else. This is Liv who's a, who's a writer. This is Liv who listens to jazz now. This is Liv who likes oat milk. This is Liv who's like growing. <laughs> and speaking of the oat milk, this is what I wanted to talk about because it, there's two things for me. It was, and I, I've come around to the idea that the oat milk and the, the, the sugary sweets and all that, that's fine because they did make ep- like efforts in the, the rest of the episode to show that so many things can change in a couple weeks. Right. And I think that we saw that with Spencer and Wade. I think that was another example. So I, I but still, the and this is where I get at the direction of that first park scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the wide shot. I didn't love the wide shot and them looking around. I was just like, I just need the the kitchen scene. I felt was the perfect amount of angst and uncomfortable. Oh, the Did not enjoy scene it. Was great, the but I the the park scene was not for me. <laughs> the park scene. The reason why I like the park scene is because it was a setup for the kitchen scene, but it also was a setup of like we are no longer like our eating habits have changed. Like when you're in college, everything changes. I understand. I just felt like it dragged a little bit. And I mean, like, dra- and from a direction standpoint. Okay. And I understand it, but I didn't love the video. I think if they had almost no shade to the director, because I really enjoyed the episode, but um, that one particular scene, I was just like, I almost felt like it would, would have made more sense to keep that quick. Oh, okay, you know, oh, you don't take 
you don't uh, drink whole milk anymore. Yeah. Oh, you uh, <laughs> you don't eat sugary snacks or whatever the case was. Like just leaving it at that instead of giving them more time to think about it because I think that their more time to think about it was later in the kitchen scene. Yeah, that kitchen scene was just awesome it was amazing that that awkwardness and everything it was i was like you know what y'all two nailed this i said this right here this right here, i love this i was like this is what i wanted i so wanted yeah. this angst and this and people always think when we say angst or me in particular who those who follow me i think i want them to fight no angst no. come in different levels yeah different for sure. levels for sure it was great Which and something else that i appreciate and just thought was interesting is that to our point Olivia I don't think she thought it was a big deal she throughout didn't. the episode uh, up until up until Spencer said I feel like we're drifting apart then uh, we're headed out from the park Yeah, and, then- and so that was a really interesting choice because usually I think that they've shown us sort of quite the opposite is mm-hmm. that it's like Olivia who is the one who's more questioning things, and now we get that from Spencer's end, and she's and just I like, "These are little it. trivial details. Who cares?" And I loved it was from his end because you could see both perspective of the relationship as right. they're changing, and the focus was too of like live growing and live changing right. and doing different things, which then led her to speak to uh, the trashy man Billy. So here's the issue I have before we go into the small bit. Billy is not the one to give her advice about relationships. The shift in relationships. Especially not. And I made a note of this, you know. <laughs> Especially not after she told him he was incorrect in the very last episode and was just like, you should have been here. And he wasn't even he wasn't even juggling his own relationship. Right. So why would she go to him? That made zero sense. Yes. And why did they set it up and not have my mama Laura there? And then and I too right. she talks about did you and my mom ever shift or like like, that was a case of let me uh, steal out a cat's book. That was a case of uh, Tay is on for a certain number of episodes and Monet is on. It had to be because on the fact that when Liv asked that question, he should have went to the fact they both should have went to the fact that when they he sh- drifted apart from Laura, he slept with Gracie. So yes, <laughs> he's done some things when he he drifted apart. Talk about we drift apart, we come back together. You come back together with lies, sir. So his real son, the real love of the real love of his life. Yeah, and you coming back with lies, sir. You go sleep with Gracie and don't say anything for decades. Do not play with me. Do not play with me now. Trying to act like you can get fatherly advice about relationships. Don't do it. Do not do it. I will drag you from here to eternity. Don't do it with me. But go ahead. Pretend right. to be a father uh, in that moment. So she talked to, talked about it with her dad, and uh, we really didn't. You know, we see them because Spencer, after talking, which I, again, I still think Billy gives Spencer good advice. Spencer, Spencer alone, because that's his real son. Um, <laughs> and every now and again, he gives some other people some decent advice here and there. Uh, but after Billy talking to Spencer about change and growth, Spencer comes back, the Say Anything reference, uh, oh. plays jazz. You know, asked Olivia all of these questions about herself, and I love that Olivia said this because you know Spencer is so great, and he does all of these grand gestures. Uh, the the little speaker, the little boombox speaker that I he had played. I saw that. I really the did. <laughs> the notepad to ask questions, but I love that Olivia said this. Um, you know, you 
like what was it? I'm not gonna leave. Like right. I'm I'm right here. It was something along those lines and uh that was just he needed to hear that because it's just like he was freaking out about these small things and she was just like Spencer, I'm not gonna I'm not going anywhere. I'm not gonna leave you. And we are growing and we need to acknowledge that. Um and they both sort of came together that we'll just like we have to work a little harder to ride the growth wave together and grow yeah. together instead of apart. Um, but I think that he needed the assurance that she wasn't going to leave because she suddenly started drinking oat milk. I think I think also because she also like she's like, I love you. And she hadn't said I love you in a while on screen for us. Mm. Um, she hadn't said it. But and I think also the point is for him, he saw what it was like for her outside of football where mm-hmm. he didn't fit in. And therefore, would she want more of that? Right. And I don't even know this part of her. So if I don't know this part of her, what else will I not know before like we drift apart and we're no longer together? And so when he pulled out the notepad and started asking the basic questions like, okay, Lexi, I screamed. And I'm going to tell you why I screamed of happiness. So you and Carmen wrote a, a Dredela fanfic. I am in the works of writing a Spolivia fanfic. Spec script. Spec script. Okay, I'm sorry. It's spec script. I apologize. Spec script. I apologize. They wrote a, they wrote a script. Spec script. I'm writing it. I'm writing a fanfic. And in my fanfic, there's a parts of it, or well, a lot of it, is that they're in- reintroducing themselves. And Spencer asks these same questions. And I scream. That's amazing. My fanfic is coming to life. Like, I, I know it was. like Olivia likes black, all of this stuff, and I'm screaming at my computer. Like, are you kidding me right now? Oh, and so I love that scene because he was like, I want to know Olivia Baker 2.0. Yeah. That and is literally your, your, your story. That is my story. <laughs> so I was like, I. Isn't it's like surreal? It's, it's so surreal. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so they ended on a cute moment and again i love that they have these opportunities to learn and grow even though they're having angst and to come back together uh at the end of it i um, think the angst to last more than the episode though please i'm please. sure these last three episodes are i believe so too i need coming. that build up that i've been waiting well it's all building up as i say they're like stepping stones to what's to yeah. So. yeah but for now it's nice to see them talk it out and um yeah predictions thank you for listening to film study and all american podcast stay tuned for our predictions and thank you for being patient i was shooting my web series this past week so was doing that and so yeah thanks for thanks for sticking with me and watching this episode and yeah hope you enjoy our predictions when they come out